welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> I was reading my notes. And Joe. Hello. <laughs> and we're here to discuss season three, episode three of New Girl Double Date. Before we get into it, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I have nothing today. Joe, did you bring a feeling stick? You know, double oh. dates kind of give me a feeling stick. Oh, do they? Or do like, you get a discussion question? I don't think. I mean, I can't remember if I've ever been on a double date. Well, that's funny because we've been oh. married, and I don't think we've ever been on a double date. No, it's just, I, I don't know what it is because, like, I don't know. I've just never said, hey, let's, like, maybe we've hung out with other couples. We've done never, that. Like, gone, gone, to, multiple gone to couples. dinner with well, other Multiple couples. I don't know if but not really a double date. with other couples. I don't remember that either. But more of a social setting versus saying, hey, let's go on a double date. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can say I hear a lot of people being like, I'm going on a double date. I but, think it was an older thing. Yeah. You know, but maybe kids do it today because there's a safety issue. So you didn't have yeah. to do it in the old maybe days. Right. Today is more of a safety issue. It so is. And, you, and and I can see the comfort level of having people there you know, whether it's right. you know, totally. your girlfriend right. or your boyfriend or yeah. whatever it is. So times have changed where maybe double dates are more of a thing. I don't know. But then again, now there's Timber and Bumblebee and all right. that. Okay, so, but, so it's Tinder and Bumble. Yeah. But you know what? If you watch an old show, like in the 50s or 60s, they always did double dates. Yeah. My, yeah. my yeah. granny had a double wedding. Yeah. With yeah. her sister. But um, the ultimate double date. I've been on three double dates. Um, one was a success. It was actually a friend I talked about in my last podcast mm. and her husband. So that was fine. And the other two were in the same year when I was 18. And I wasn't old enough to manage a date, let alone a a, talking to two <laughs> other people. Yeah. So they were huge failures. Yeah. yeah. And as a first date, a double date would be kind of, you and know. And that's what happened. Yeah. Both times. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. Good point, Joe. Yeah. Heather, do you have a feeling sick? I do. Um, we may have talked about this before, but I was watching the credits for New Girl, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the producers is J.J. Philbin. Yeah, we've discussed that before. Okay, my bad. That's okay. And um, if anybody is a fan of Nick's mom, uh, Million Dollar Baby is currently streaming on Netflix, mm. and she has a small role but it's extremely powerful. Nice. So if you like her in dramas, go ahead and then go ahead and watch that. And then uh, number three is that uh, on HBO Max right now, they're playing a, a movie called Eulogy. And guess who's in it? I don't know. A very young Zoe Deschanel. Oh, nice. Oh, I did see that on the internet, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And she plays Ray Romano's daughter. Mm. I'm obsessed with Ray Romano. You are. So I was excited. And then finally. Oh, my God. (laughs) So she bring like one. Well, we do a podcast every five months. So so I took the liberty of from two podcasts ago. Or more. Um, when my sister asked me, what's your jam in the car to sing? Mm-hmm. And I said the song Tempted from the 90s. I looked it up, and it's by the band Squeeze. Oh. oh yeah, Tempted yeah. by one of, yeah, yeah. Tempted by the heart of another. Tempted right. By, yeah, yeah, it's from Reality Bites. 
Well, it's yeah. a song. Yeah. And then they use it on the soundtrack. Right. Of yeah. the movie. And I love the movie Reality Bites. That's true. Okay. All right, Heather, if you're done with your feeling sick podcast. No, <laughs> the Netflix description for season three, episode three, Double Date is, and I'm very mad at this description. This is ridiculous. Schmidt is mistakenly invited on a double date. <laughs> That didn't happen. It was a mistake. No. With Jess and Nick. And there's a hitch in Winston's promise to get them a table at a new eatery. Um, no, sorry. We already know that Schmidt is cheating on his girlfriend, so it's okay to spoiler alert that that's going to come to a head in this episode. Right. It was an accidental invite, though, because Nick and Jess were going out, mm-hmm. and then they joined them. Well, it's not an accident. They were invited. Oh. It just all came to fruition. And then Winston's like, wait, what is this? What is this? And they're like, oh, double day plus one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because Winston ended up coming. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. He wanted to bring his cat, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. But before we dive into that. Cat plus one plus one feline. (laughs) (laughs) Guest stars from this episode include Alice Wetterland, who plays the hostess, who Heather was in Single Parents. Really? Just one episode. J.J. Philbin produced that. So You literally just said that. Single parents. Yes. So it's crossover. Right. Which I've seen before in this. Okay, so to get into the episode, Schmidt's on the phone with Elizabeth while Cece is at the loft. Or Elizabeth's calling while Cece's at the loft. And gets roped into, apparently, mistakenly, whatever that means, a double date. Schmidt's acting totally weird and just, like, shouting stuff and acting spazzy. When Winston comes in and says, Winston and Ferguson, I'm about to split some pasta. <laughs> Which I'm guessing was an ad-lib moment. Goes, what y'all talking about? Going on dates. And then gives the best speech ever in New Girl History about he made a choice. As a man to get to know himself, don't no one know you but you, to justify his singleness. And then goes, can I come? And they're like, sure. And he can recommends they eat at Pika, which is a brand new hotspot and impossible to get a reservation at. But he's like, y'all don't think I can do it. I can do it. You know, it'd be funny if I brought my cat. And then he goes, my cat, Ferguson. Oh, like they don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then Nick and Jess are in bed and Cece waltzes in to talk to her and how uncomfortable Nick is, is like hilarious. And she says she thinks Schmidt's on drugs and can Nick talk to him for her. But not before Winnie says, Bishop could get a chair at a table Table store. store. Yes, he did. (laughs) So then um, Winston is at Pika and puts a marble in his mouth because he thinks it's a mint. (laughs) Funny. I just that's feel like that's definitely something. A marble, yeah. Definitely a marble. I feel like that's something that could really happen. I'd do it. This is a side story, and I guess I should save it for the discussion question. But Joe and I used to throw a lot of parties, like you talked about in the, lo- in the last podcast, really big ones with the staff of the baseball team we worked at. And then when he worked at a new stadium, both staffs. And someone who worked for him would come to all the parties with their spouse very early. And I would think, why do they come so early? What are they doing? And I was like, getting our son ready who was a toddler and my mom told me that the spouse of this person got her purse and went around to the table where I put like mints and candies out there was like 10 no. tables and she took all the candy off the table and put it into her purse and then went to the next <laughs> table do you know who I'm talking about yeah yeah and then took all the table I don't think they listen so we're safe took all the candy off the second table but didn't even leave one candy for the guests so that all and I mean if there's no candy on the table like 
that's fine. No one knew there was. But, like, then everyone arrives and no one gets candy because she has all the candy I bought in her purse. Like, if I had known, I would have, like, bought her a bag of candy and be like, here, this is for you. And then I would have sprinkled the candy on the table for the rest of my guests. Well, when when we wrap up, after we wrap up the podcast, I need to know who that was. I don't think you'll, like, know. But oh, I'll, I'll okay. tell you. Yeah. Was she really old? No. Because old they people had a baby. do weird stuff. Oh. And then, well, there, you know what? I'll stop with the story about what happened with the baby. But yeah, there's just like really not good party guests. Yeah. So anyways, the next reservation at Pika is seven weeks from now. And she Ooh. says, you could try your luck at the community table. And he's not having it. So he slips her a card offering her $100. <laughs> but we find out, oh, no, I meant to write 10. <laughs> that was hilarious. So hilarious. <laughs> Now we're back at the loft, and Nick is um, coming to Schmidt's room and says, I'm going to ask you this, but I know the question's no. Are you on drugs? <laughs> and he grabs him and says, and again, it's the little jokes that are the biggest. Hey, did you crack my password? How did you know it was smithereens? <laughs> I wrote that down. God, who comes up with this stuff? It's so funny. That might have been an ad lib. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So then they have a flashback to when Schmidt fell off a deck and how Nick was for him there and he'll be here there for him now. And Schmidt, this has been going around the internet a lot lately. Someone made a TikTok about it, so it's all over the place. Um, That he's like, you know, I'm dating both of them. What do you mean? I'm dating Cece and dating Elizabeth. What do you mean? And I don't know why it bothers me so much because Nick is the type of person who, like, would have wrinkled clothes. The shirt he is wearing is, like, very thin and not flattering and wrinkled. And I know he just got out of bed with Jess. I don't know why it bothers me so much. But I just, (laughs) every time I watch that scene, all I could focus on is how much I hate Nick's shirt. We all have our little things. Yeah, I just have seen it so many times because of the internet. So he says, how do you see this ending? And Schmidt's like, badly. But, you know, you need to tell someone to get it off your chest. Just don't tell Jess. And then Nick's like, Bleh. And every time he says, don't tell Jess. And we do that at work all the time because I work, you know, in an animal place. And so gross stuff happens. So uh, that's like our code for like, Bleh, I got to go. Oh, Ugh. my God. And the motorcycle helmet was hilarious. Oh, well, we're not there yet. But oh. I, yes. I wrote down that it's so endearing how Nick can't lie. It's just <laughs> sweet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is cute. I thought they were going to show him with a sweaty back. That's what I, I yeah. thought. Was that's yeah. his yeah. tell, too. That's exactly what I they thought. They don't even mention the sweat back situation. <laughs> this time they put a motorcycle helmet on him. <laughs> so Winston calls to make a reservation and says he's like Tony Morrison or something? Yeah. 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 The famous woman. author. Yeah. Yeah. I think he goes, like, you're a woman. <laughs> the person on the phone. <laughs> I was like, what? That's what you always do to people. I do. Whatever they say, I just say back. Yeah. Yeah. In an annoying tone. So then Nick's trying to psych himself up for lying, realizes he can't do it, panic, and puts on a helmet. Why does he have that helmet? Is that a motorcycle helmet? Because he don't own a motorcycle. No one in there owns a motorcycle. Cece. Cece test does own a motorcycle. Her and Nick aren't exactly. No, him and Cece aren't exactly close, but. You can yeah. take things from people you're not close with. I guess. True. Yeah. So before we get deeper into that, because all we know is he has the helmet on now. Um, P- oh, well, Jess walks in, is talking to him in the helmet. We're back at Pika, where uh, Winston is being loud at the community table, takes food off someone else's plate and starts to eat it, squeezes in real tight, and starts taking over every chair when someone leaves. Like, I got that one. Put the napkin <laughs> down. Put my jacket there. <laughs> and he must have been there at, like, lunchtime. 
for his 815 reservation. That's what we have to do at the pool at the casino. Yes, that is when we go to the pool. We do have to lay out to save our space. I think we've all been there in some, in like some if you go to like some sort of show or graduation where it's not assigned seating. Right. And it's horrible when you tell people oh, God, you I can hate do church on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you tell your friends like, I can get you into this concert or yeah. something and then you, and then you can't. can't, you feel yeah. like a zoo. So um, Nick is talking to Jess and says, do you talk to Schmidt? And immediately can tell he has a secret. And it cuts to the next scene where she comes out screaming at Schmidt, you Long Island street trash. Yeah. <laughs> tell Cece or I will. Nick does a happy dance. Again, the character who, or the actor who hates dancing the most. I don't know if I call it a real dance. I wrote but that down too. Yeah, he's yeah. always dancing. He wanted to dance and make everyone happy. Exactly. Yeah. He tried in his helmet. Yeah. Then Cece comes in and can tell that something's up with everybody. And Schmidt's like, we're taking two cars. And just like bolts out and everybody runs to get to Pika. But when she walks in, did anyone think it was out of character that she goes, double D, date night? Well, see, she was also in a green dress, which I thought was out of character. Me too. So I just saw it as her being so vulnerable and leaning into her enthusiasm and, and dating Schmidt and, like, being open. Oh. And then he just ruins it a couple minutes later. But also, the dress was, like, two sizes too big. Yeah, and she, she had a baby me. at some time. Oh, okay. I don't know why it Maybe was. that's why. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Winston is making up excuses with the hostess. Um, as to why, you know, he's like, you think I ordered eight different meals and took different bites just to pretend. <laughs> and she's just like, whatever. Like, I, I hate my that. job. Yeah. I, I hate my job. job. <laughs> she's also been working like all day. Yeah. Um, so Schmidt is speeding like a crazy person, like he's on drugs again, and makes up a story that Nick is cheating on Jess because oh. he doesn't know what else to do, which I really was disappointed in. Well, and, he was desperate, though. Yeah. You have to admit. And Cece's like, get to Pika right now. I'm going to handle this. Nick's driving slow, so they don't ever have to insert themselves in the situation. Then there's the weird finger and the cigarette, cigarette lighter thing for no reason. Um, and eventually... Winston, oh, before they all get to the restaurant, Winston's at the table, and every time someone comes up, he fakes a different language. Yeah. <laughs> leaves them a voicemail, and then sees all the other couples in the restaurant. I like sad. when they did pick uh, Pika, and Schmidt's in the loft, and he's like, and they're like, what are we going to eat? And Winston's like, Pika, and he's like, a same day, Rezzy at Pika? Rezzy. Yeah, yeah. Rezzy. <laughs> so he called it a Rezzy. He says something else to, I think it was in the last episode, to Cece, and he shortens it. And she's like, you could just say the word. He's like, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I got a tight sked. I got a tight sked. Yeah. Yeah. Tight sked. So. you could just say the word. That yeah. was the setup to show how busy Pika was going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're at the valet and Schmidt refuses to get out after Cece runs in. And he's talking on a fake cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> An air cell phone. Jess runs inside. Nick sees that Schmidt's in the car. Gets in the car with Schmidt because I guess the passenger door was unlocked. Right. Says, I, Schmidt's like, I can't get out and it's not the $12 valet. To which <laughs> Nick opens the door and yells, self-park! Self park. Yeah, that was funny. Joe hates paying for valet. Self park also. that maroon car. Yeah, maroon <laughs> car. Self park. Like, obviously, he has the keys. <laughs> so Jess and Cece both say to each other at the same time, "I have something I need to tell you." But Nick walks in and Cece hits him twice. No one can really figure out what's going on. And then Schmidt finally walks in and um, tells her, you know. Nick's not the one who's cheating. It was me. And Winston says, I know this is a bad time, but if we don't sit down now, we're going to lose the table. 
Um, I, you know what? I wrote something and now I don't remember it. It mm -hmm. says Nick celebrating cell phone when everyone knows he didn't get a cell phone in 1999 because he has Russell's phone. Yeah, so that's not till later. Oh, I wrote that okay. one down too. No, really she goes, you got minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's at like the last scene. Because all plans are unlimited now. Right. Yeah, yeah he's old school. Yeah. So Smick, <laughs> Schmidt gives a really kind of moving speech about how he's sorry. He never wanted to hit her, hurt her, sorry. He was so fat and now girls like him. He doesn't know how to handle it, but she's not having it and just says goodbye and walks out. Sad. Then we're at the loft and Jess oh, says... Oh, she also says, mail me my mouth guard. Yeah. Uh, that's Elizabeth yeah. and it's later. Oh, my yeah, bad. It's okay. So uh, I remember that line. You guys are like really all over the place. I think when I do two episodes in a row, I get confused. So now we're at the loft and when Jess says that Cece hasn't called, Nick says, you can't borrow my phone because I'm running out of minutes. I bought 10,000 minutes in... <laughs> in 1999. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm still using them. Which, like, minutes? Who buys minutes? Minutes. It's a yeah. major plot hole because he didn't have a phone at all for a while. And then Russell. Then he got the iPhone. Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Okay. Um, and then, sorry, Heather's dog, like, <laughs> crashed into my leg. Um, so, he's back at the, uh, oh, so we're at the apartment, and then Elizabeth knocks on the door, or she's at the door, shoving a pie in Schmidt's face, and when she leaves, he says, if you guys were wondering, Cece did have Elizabeth's number, and I wanted to let you guys know, I blame you for what happened, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And if it's the last thing he does, he's going to break the two of them up. Yeah. And then they both panic and say, let's talk about anything he can use to break us up right now. Like politics. Yeah. Jess is banned from Lake Ontario and afraid of pears. <laughs> she goes, I'm in the green party. He's like, yeah, that's not a real thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's not confused by that. She would be in the green party. Then yeah. Nick says a really famous quote. I'm not convinced I know how to read. I've just memorized a lot of words. <laughs> Which kind of is reading. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what I thought It's a very too. complicated thought there. Yeah. Um, And then they argue about the moon landing's fake and then Jess realizes maybe this is it. Maybe this is how he's getting in her head. Mm -hmm. And then she, she maybe wants to buy a gun which I don't buy for Jess at no, all. No, I agree. And in the second plot hole in one minute says so she's weirdly good at volleyball but later on way, way later on. She's when, not very good. No, she, she, yeah, she's not very good because later on when coach comes back they play volleyball at her school and she can't play and she's like getting hit with a ball and it's a mess. And also, they both think horses are from outer space. Yeah. An interesting thing to think. And that is our recap. Just look. Let's go. Wait. Just before the recap, I wanted to say one thing I noticed. Um, just to Nick, I was pumping my fist at a Weird Al contest in seventh that's grade. That's how she Yeah, that's how she made some pop in her. In the elbow. Yeah. But that's off because Weird Al was around when I was in junior high. Mm -hmm. And Jess is like... 15 years younger than me. Uh, he's been around a long time. Oh, he has. Yeah. Okay. 80s or 90s. Yeah. Oh, 80s. Okay. Technically, yeah. he's still around. Oh, he is? Yeah, I don't think he's that, that active, but... I hope he's not listening, because okay. I acted like he wasn't. So that brings us to <laughs> Jess Look. Heather, what was your favorite Jess Look? Okay, well, I, um, I found something interesting. Um, Jess was wearing, like, um, a tight top or mm -hmm. some kind of sexy outfit and then Cece came out mm -hmm. and she was wearing um like a messy pajama outfit mm -hmm. so it was like role reversal 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was matching pajamas. I took yeah. it as she was wearing Schmidt's shirt and, like, her own shorts. Yeah, but it still wasn't, like, different. the CC look. Yeah. Um, that maybe she, that was when she's pregnant, because now that I think about it, that yeah. pajama shirt was really big. Yeah. I don't know when she had her son. Right. And then Jess, um, the black and white dress with the red sweater is my choice, because I believe that the other outfits were just pajamas. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm opposed to just pajamas, but I think this early in the show, they hadn't started. Start de- started designing her pajamas yet. No, I think they did because they had the one with, um, like, the Thanksgiving one. Oh, the turkeys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. maybe. Joe, favorite dress look? Um, I don't know. She wasn't around much in this episode. So, Not I mean, outfit-wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. have one either. I didn't write anything down. Yeah, this was more of a Winston episode and... A Schmidt episode. Yeah. yeah. I did like I feel Winston's yeah. jacket when he got Topeka. And he had like a nice like pale colored shirt on. They oh, dressed Winston did. really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that brings us to best dressed, which I gave to Cece because I was excited to see her in a green dress. Some to color. something different. Yeah. Joe, who's your best dressed character? For this one, Nick and his motorcycle home. Oh, samesies. Ooh, I good guess. one. Joe's like keeps reading my mind. Wow. Yeah. That brings us to favorite Schmidt moment then rather quickly. I'm going to go with pretty much everything, acting like he was on drugs. The really, I don't, I didn't feel bad for him. The cheating was terrible. There's no excuse. Mm-hmm. But I did feel bad for him because you could tell he did not want to hurt Cece and he realized he made such a huge mistake at the restaurant. Heather, what was your, oh, and a zero on the jar count. Yeah. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt That's moment? That's interesting. Okay, I put the soliloquy to Cece um, because it shows his serious side, okay? Mm-hmm. And then when he threatens to break up Nick and Jess, then we're seeing his comedy side. Mm. So it's a well-rounded episode. Yeah, he did a lot. Uh, Joe, favorite Schmidt moment? In this one, let me see. So... Oh, boy. I don't know. Driving in the car was pretty funny. Yeah. But I think it probably was when they were deciding the double date. Yes. Yeah. I like that part. Good, good. With the resi at the picky. The resi. Pika. Or the pika. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather, favorite funniest moment? Uh, My favorite, I have two, and they both belong to Winnie B. Um, get the whole thing of him getting the table at the restaurant, mm-hmm. and of course the Ferguson scene where they're yes. going to have pasta. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. The Winston and Ferguson <laughs> about to have some pasta song, and his speech about don't nobody know you like you. Yeah, I'm supposed to be single as a man. That was good too. Yeah, that yeah. was very funny. So the Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance, Inanimate Object, Writing, etc. I hate to be redundant, but I'm still going to give it to Schmidt at the scene where he gives the speech in the restaurant. Heather, who are you giving a Honey Roast Award to today? Well, interesting. I have two. Winnie B. Um, just for, again, the same things I just said. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs a Honey Roast for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. He does. And then Schmidt... Has to get the honey roast, too, when he tells Cece he is cheating. I mean, that's some good acting right there. That's it is, especially for a comedy. acting. Joe, honey roast? I would say Winston, because he followed up the uh, the last episode with mm-hmm. the puzzles. Two episodes with, ago, yeah. Two episodes ago with, with, uh, with the Ferguson. 
Yeah. Two episodes ago, Puzzles. One episode ago, Ferguson. Like I said, season three just out the gate is so strong for Winston really being his normal Winston self. I can't get enough of him. Caught zero bears in this episode. I'm not even going to ask you guys because we just never see bears anymore. Actually, in next week's, I have one. Nice. Yeah. So that brings us to discussion questions. Mine we already kind of talked about, which is if you've ever been in a situation where you had to try to save seats like you did at Pika. Um, you know, but we kind of already addressed that. We've all been there. We've had to try to squeeze your friends in and it's difficult. Joe, do you have a discussion question? Um, let me see here. No, I don't think I have one today. I think it was Ooh. covered with the uh, double date issue. Yes, you kind of discussed it up top. Yeah, so mine was more more along the lines of that. Heather, discussion question? Yeah, I do. Um, Okay, the first one is actually just for you, Joe. Okay. I was working out this morning. I know. Sorry about that. And I just, I was thinking about our podcast. And I started thinking that recently, you've been giving a lot of credit to Nick for episodes. Whereas in the first season, you didn't. So do you think that that's because he had more character develop in season Mm. one? Or why do you think you're doing this? I think because he has more scenarios that, you know, uh, trials and tribulations per se. So, especially after getting in a relationship with With Jess. Jess. Yeah. Yeah. He's so happy. There's always an adventure whether they go to Mexico to a beach or they're at the jacuzzi or they're trying to break into that guy's house. Trying to break them up. Or Schmidt's trying to break them up. So, I think he's just handling all those different scenarios in his own way. And really, the only thing for Schmidt that's developing is, uh-oh, he's in this love triangle with right, Elizabeth yeah. and right. Cece. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick is just, I think, more diverse in his oh. trials and tribulations. Interesting. Now, that's some good insight, Joe. Mm-hmm. Good insight. Um, okay, and then uh, this one is for both of you. Have you ever lied for a friend? Oh, shoot. What? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Probably. Not to their significant other about them cheating. But ever had to do like a big lie? I can't think of any. If I did, I don't know if I want to say it on the podcast. Understandable. Maybe it wasn't the greatest question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, Joe. I think you all got to lie at some point because there's lying to protect. There's mm-hmm. lying to not hurt people's feelings. Yeah. There's lying to make someone's self-esteem a different way. Oh, that, yeah. You know, so, you know, oh, look at this dress, how good it looks. Mm-hmm, you know, kind of <laughs> Well, thing. that's you lying. Or, yeah, no. Like, you lying for lie, a friend. Like, like a friend was oh. cheating on their girlfriend. Oh, for a friend? Yeah. That's a good question. I feel like in a surprise I'm, I'm party. I'm probably sure I yeah. Probably sure I have. Maybe sometimes to protect, protect where they're at. You know, the location. Show shame on you. <laughs> well, no, like, hey, have you seen so-and-so? I'm like, no, I think they went that way. But, you know, that went right, that way. Right, right. You, don't want, them you to, don't want them to yeah, catch each other. Maybe that other person asked me, hey, I don't really want to talk yeah. to that person. So right. you kind of dodge them off. Right. We've done that before. I don't feel like that's what you meant. <laughs> What do you mean? I think it was like a bigger lie. Like someone's wife was like, do you know where he is? And Joe's <laughs> like, no. 
<laughs> no, I never really. I don't got really shady friends like that where I have no, to worry that's about good. you know them saying, "Oh, I did this." Don't tell someone, you right? Know? Other than like if I get treats behind someone's back for their dog. Oh, like just happened like two that. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are those so are. So your friend in that situation was the dog. Well, that's the <laughs> you know keep a dog from starving. That's oh my that's god, good, right? Yeah. Heather, what's your answer to the question? Um, dog I, is not starving. <laughs> I did in high school. I remember a couple times people would say i'm just gonna say i'm sleeping over at your house oh that is a big one yeah Yeah. and then i never got caught but i'd end up like throwing up and having anxiety Mm -hmm. and then um another time uh in recent years i was like 38 um somebody asked me to do that and um i said okay and then I wouldn't leave my house the whole day. Because I was like, what if I go to Target and see her significant other? What if I... True, it's a small town. You're and, right. And I told her, please don't ever make me do that. that I get so paranoid about stuff like that. I don't, yeah. I've never like said I was with someone for them. But like sometimes you're just like, oh, I really don't want to do something. Or I don't yeah. feel up to it. And you have to cancel. And then you're like, well, I can't go anywhere now. And you can't put but it on your social. problem is you never stop posting on Facebook. I know. So I'll have to call Heather and be like, so you said you couldn't go to this thing today because of this lie and now you're like beautiful day by the pool running errands and I'm like you're blowing your own cover but also I'll put on Facebook like having a great day with my sister mm-hmm. and then you oh, call you tag me, me when I go yeah. put it down I'm supposed to be sick take it down not from work though I would never no not that. from but work like, sick like sometimes you just can't go to every social engagement I, I was like people. checking in at places I'm not really at oh my god I hate that Joe <laughs> went through a phase where he would be sitting in his house and would just check into like a tattoo parlor and make a joke about a tattoo and then his mom would be like Joe you're getting a tattoo or then he was like he checked himself into a karate studio oh my yeah. god I don't remember where it was but he checked himself into a place where he did not understand what it was and like said all the wrong information. I was like, okay, if you're really there, you know that was like a restaurant. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that phase is over. Oh, Joe, you're funny. <laughs> all right, well, that wraps our discussion. We'll see you guys next week for season three, episode four. Have a great week. We love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.